really surprises Batman. It's really exciting. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Hey, what's up, Nerd Funnelers? This is Bob Shway coming at you with Fong. Hey, what's up? Hey. You're listening to Nerd Funnel, where we take uh, we take that nerd news and we uh, take your ear hole, yeah. and we funnel it in there, whether you want to or not. Yeah. Uh, we've got some Mario toys up on our uh, recording studio here. Yeah, from McDonald's. From um, McDonald's. I was very confused because it looked like Bowser had a Yoshi tongue, but I guess he's just spewing He's spewing fire. It's like those old school fireballs, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, because that look, it's coming directly from his mouth. Yeah. So it looks like a large phallic object that is projecting from his mouth. And he comes with a second one. And he comes with a second one. Is that like a launcher? Can you push a button? I, I don't know. It's really Can you push a button on that thing? Can I, don't I, point it away from you. Don't point it in your eye. Uh, uh, uh. Don't get it in your eye. You, you can push a button. It, Does it light up? Does it do anything? I don't, it doesn't do. Then why? Oh, because it's a McDonald's toy. Useless. Oh, it's just it's just broken McDonald's toy. Yeah, it's a it's it's not it's, it's not, not doing anything. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah. Oh, it does launch. It does launch. Cool, cool. Um, no one saw that. Yeah, we're adults. We're we're, we're not we're not playing with McDonald's toys. <laughs> I don't have a large collection of McDonald's toys still in my closet somewhere that I may or may not give Dude, up to. Dude, I nephew. wanted McDonald's toys so much. <gasps> you know what I really wanted was um, the Taco Bell toys. Really? Yeah, the, Taco Bell for a while had Power Rangers toys, oh. and I wanted the fucking dinosaur token things. The oh, the belt. little coins? Yeah. Yeah. The morphers, yeah. Yeah. And I, like, ate so much Taco Bell during that time, and I never got it. I got a bunch <laughs> of other shit that wasn't as cool. Like diarrhea? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, speaking of Power Rangers... Yeah. Um... As we are, tra- I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this segue. Watch this. Ready? <laughs> okay. Get yeah. ready to be amazed. Speaking of Power Rangers, I picked up my first edition Power Rangers comic <gasps> from Boom Studios. Very nice. At Comic Con 2017, signed by Michael Allen Nelson. Hey, what's up, Michael? My favorite author from Boom Studios. Oh. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we were to Comic Con this year, and uh, we, uh, that's what we do. We do Comic Con. Yeah, that's I our mean, thing. Well. I I was predominantly working it. As was I. I was working. <laughs> yeah, you were doing uh, Ben's uh, promo for Ben stuff cosplay. Yes, I you were was doing Ravensdale publishing. Basically, I Hi, was ben. a roaming booth babe. Yeah, so you looked really good. That you like as as long as people weren't mistaking you for like Chung Lee or yeah or Ada Wong. That yeah, that did happen a lot. But have, you, have you ever thought about doing? I've thought about doing Ada Wong. Um, you totally pull it off. Someone told me Chun Li. I don't. I don't know about Chun Li because you know I don't have those those thighs. The, th- the thunder thighs. Yeah. <laughs> the thighs that are bigger than her torso. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like um, uh, the Ada Wong and the 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 pants and the and the shirt. Not necessarily red dress Ada oh, Wong. You don't, you don't like the red dress Ada Wong? Yeah. I don't know. Like more practical Ada Wong. Yeah. There's a there's an alternate costume in Resident Evil Four uh-huh. where she got like a tactical suit on, which is pretty cool. Oh, that does sound cool. Yeah. There's a there's a good line in a in a Resident Evil Four where Crowder's like, "Well, if it isn't the bitch in the red dress, I love it." I would love to be the bitch in the red dress. That sounds awesome. Well, you were an awesome cosplayer in a red dress. Uh, going around with me, uh, you might want to check out our Facebook Live video that we we took some live videos at we the did. DC booth. We went to a Marvel booth, and uh, guess who showed up? Oh yeah, our well, boy in blue. Yeah, quite a few people showed up. There was Michael Rooker, yeah. who 
kind of surprised everyone by coming by to judge the Guardians of the Galaxy dance contest. Squee. And then um, Stan Lee, a few days later, I think, or possibly the day after, he was there as well. Oh, my God. Stan Lee? Yeah. Okay, so I volunteer for EFX, right? Yeah. So um, I go in there and I help uh, my buddy Victor kind of do the setup and, and do all this stuff. Yeah. And... Um, uh, went in there. He got me the exhibitors pass. Um, so Sunday I wasn't there. Like that, I was like I went in early and did everything, and then I got out. And then apparently late in the day, uh, Stan Lee comes to the booth, oh. and we had they they had a, EFX has a, a a limited edition brand new Iron Man. Helmet. <gasps> oh, so nice. Stan Lee comes up and and uh, uh talks to the to the EFX guy and. Uh, the the thing is ridiculously expensive. Well, yeah, of course it would and, be. And um, of course, Stan Lee, it's more money than God. Yeah. So he's like, I just want, yeah, I want that. It's like, I was talking about this actually with a friend of mine. It's like, how awesome is Stan Lee's life that he worked his ass off very young? Yeah. Right. And then he gets a break at Marvel, and then all of his childhood fantasies and creations are brought to life in comics and then over time into movies and television and and now are part of pop culture and the fact that Stanley's at Comic-Con and yeah. there are there are children there like yeah. young children who are 3 4 generations ahead of him yeah. that absolutely worship his childhood fantasies. Yeah, the things it's he created. Crazy. How he won life. He won life. He really did like how do you go from like like, it's just crazy to think, like, creating an original character and then you wake up one day and it's everywhere. It must be. I don't I don't know what that's like. I'd love to know what that's like. Yeah. I wish I could draw for shit. <laughs> um, but um, I, I have to settle for hopefully one day publishing a, a novel or a something, a written character that people will like. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, it's amazing. Like, uh, you know, all the all the things that we hold dear, you know, in comics, you know, a good chunk of them are his brainchild. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that's him. Like that was, those are aspects of him. So when they love and revere these characters, you know, Spider-Man, that's him. That's insecure young Stan Lee. Right. Trying to find his place in the world. You know, these are right. aspects of him. So it's, and it's, it's, it's gotta be a major like self-confidence thing, but he's so level headed and just so kind. Yeah. That it, you don't, you would never know that like, you wouldn't think that, that like anybody could resist developing a big head and ego with that kind of adoration for right. aspects of your own personality that are that are brought forth in a world through your own talent. Yeah, but. and you can like bring anyone to tears. Like Robert Downey Jr. was sobbing because like he went to a panel that he was at and said like when I came up with the idea of Tony Stark, he is exactly. You are exactly what I envisioned him to be. And, like, how do you fucking... Like, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, for, for Robert Downey, I mean, for both of them, but, like, to have someone say, everything I hoped this creation of mine would be, yeah. you did and more. Yeah. Like, how do you... Like, tears. Like, actual tears. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, and I got to imagine Robert Downey Jr. is, like, he's had a, he's had a rough. He's probably, he has had a rough he, he's life. Probably, it probably takes a lot to bring him to tears. Yeah. He's probably got a hard shell. Yeah. He's probably got armor. Hard yeah, armor, if yeah, you will. Of course. If you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here. Take me through. So, we synced up a couple days out of the time. So, we had differing schedules. Yes, we did. Um, so, take me through 
your your four days how you spent it some highlights for me for 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 everybody okay i will tell you that i spent it um handing um cards out to people Mm -hmm. of the original character i was talking to people about the game and stuff tell 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 i mean uh we'll do a shout out to ben and raven Den publishing tell everybody just briefly give us your give us your spiel from from the con about your character so, oh, about the character? Well, mostly it was about the game, because it's okay. sort of like a deck-building game. So the characters... Villains and henchmen. Yeah. So villains You need and a theme henchmen. song, Ben. Yeah, that's very true. Um, think, I think he mentioned, yeah, he, he was like, I would love to have it developed into like a video game or something, so maybe one cool. day, theme one day. song. But um, yeah, so basically, Villains and Henchmen is um, a... One part co-op, one part competitive uh, tabletop game. Um, it's very similar to Marvel Legendary, mm-hmm. I, which I don't know if you've played, but... Um, I have. Okay, yeah. It's pretty fun. Um, so, the... I, I, I had to say this like a million times. And oh, now I'm asking I'm you to like, do it one more time. I feel bad now. No, it's, it's totally cool. Now, now I just feel dumb because I don't remember it. But, no. So, the um, competitive part comes in because wait no <laughs> so the co-op part is you are breaking someone a super villain out of a maximum security prison mm-hmm. so that's the co-op part you all have the one goal the competitive part comes in because there is a point system attached to that and then it becomes who broke them out of prison the best and then whoever accomplishes that gets the most points accomplishes the most like sub objectives i guess um gets to say that they were the villain and everyone else was their henchman oh that's super cool yeah and we've seen uh, we've seen the art and play the game a bit um the art is fantastic yeah the art is really cool the characters are very stylistic and unique yeah um so tell which character were you um the uh oh geez it's like an archetype right yeah, the the light character. Okay. I don't know if that's what it's called, but... <laughs> Need a name for it, Ben. No, he does. I'm just terrible just and don't remember it right now. It's a fun game, and it's a nice twist where you're playing bad guys for once. <laughs> Yay, bad guys. It is. It is really cool to play bad guys yeah. every once in a while. Cool. So then you walked around handing out flyers. Yeah. Um, what booths did you stop at? Which ones did you like? I stopped at, well, I personally stopped at like gaming booths and stuff because I was like, there will be tabletop gamers here. Mm -hmm. Um, so the comics and stuff booth, um, I, I honestly just hunted down anyone. I also thought would be a tabletop gamer. (laughs) Did you stop by any of like the card game tournaments and stuff like the Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh? I did not. I stopped by the Yu-Gi-Oh one. Um, I don't, I did not know where that was actually. It was like center towards the outside of the exhibition hall. Oh, okay. Um, We'll do it next year. Uh, yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh turn, the Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon tournaments, and like the, they have magic card tournaments, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like some on the exhibition floor, and then there's like panel or like panel rooms upstairs where they have like actual like tournaments and stuff. Yeah, for that kind of thing. So um, it's uh, it's a trip. Like I I still play. Like I have a Yu-Gi-Oh card game on the DS. The uh-huh. 3DS. Uh, I gave up the Yu-Gi-Oh card game habit a while ago because. That is like heroin. It's like yeah. addictive and it's expensive. Yeah, I've heard it's very expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. Uh, Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> uh, when Jorge and I lived together. Uh-huh. Um, God, that guy dumped so much money Yu-Gi-Oh cards. He moved out and I was still finding Yu-Gi-Oh cards like in nooks and crannies around the house like six months later. 
<laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, you probably went around the gaming booths and stuff. Yeah, cool, cool. And um, I said hi to some friends, some new friends that I met at other booths as well, and also gave them some stuff. Right on. Um, yeah. Did you do any cosplay stuff? Did you take some pictures or talk to cosplayers? At I all? did. I talked to quite a few cosplayers. Um, yeah. So we are in the process of editing that down. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I took a crap ton of pictures. As did I. Yeah. There were. We posted some of them. Yeah. There were a lot of great cosplayers. It was a lot. Is there any like standouts that you remember that just like blew everybody away? Oh, oh, there was um, this dude who made Hulkbuster armor. <gasps> yeah. Oh, wow. He entered the Marvel costume contest. He got honorary mention. Man. Yeah. He couldn't even stand up on the stage because his costume was too huge. Oh, God. And he got honorary mention. And so the Hulkbuster is um, one of the iron, one of the pieces of Iron Man armor specifically made to take down the Hulk. See, as seen in um, that was in Iron Man Iron three. Man three, yeah. yeah. Veronica yeah. was the the thing that was orbiting that would send down the pieces of Hulk armor. <laughs> His like orbital support, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Cool. So like this dude made it. It looked like it was um, out of like a combination of foam and other stuff. He was incredible, and he got honorary mention, and everyone was like fucking bullshit hacks i don't know because the person who won was like someone who like and she did a great job too like she cosplayed as um one of the one of the characters from doctor strange but it's like how do you compete with a guy who made a friggin armor suit out of eva foam or whatever that's that's hard yeah it's, it's hard because like the it's 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 basically like mechanical engineering versus makeup artistry it's like yeah how do you judge one against the other it's really tough to do yeah because like they both require a crap ton of work and experimentation and stuff and they're both visually impressive so it's really hard to kind of make that comparison yeah and additionally there were like children in this costume contest as well i don't know why they put children and adults together try probably divvy it up a little bit yeah yeah but um no it was really cool to see like some really awesome costumes and stuff and then of course like i'm a bit biased because he's a friend of mine but uh uh michael mulligan who Mm -hmm. makes an incredible captain america um, oh yeah i saw a picture of that guy show me yeah he first of all he looks a shit ton like chris evans yeah um and he's very dedicated to his cosplay like he he built his entire the suit that he wears for captain america um he also uh is not a blonde that is a wig sort That's of a wig yeah it's like a toupee thing he he actually has dark brown hair wow yeah which i didn't know I, di- I didn't even i didn't even know i didn't even notice that yeah yeah that's not his hair like at all that's ridiculous wow i didn't even i, I couldn't tell that's yeah really so job. he's like super hardcore about his cosplay like to go and like which is weird because like women get wigs for their cosplay all the time, but men don't really to change their hair color. True. Yeah. Yeah. They usually, they're dyed or cut it. Yeah. It's a little easier. Yeah. Unless it's they unless they need like long hair. Like when I did Sephiroth, I mean I had to. Like, yeah. I thought about dyeing my hair silver, but I'm like, <laughs> well, so then I don't have to straighten it too. It's just too much work, so I yeah. just did a wig. And actually, it came out better. Did it? Okay. Yeah, because my hair is not Sephiroth length. I mean, 
I can only grow it so much, and then it just starts curling up at the bottom. <laughs> well, also just like I, I, I gotta say, a lot of people are dying their hair silver now. I've noticed. It's a thing. It's 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 good looking. It's a good look. I like it. Yeah, I've always wanted to have silver hair. I'm hoping when I'm like seventy, I'll look like my grandpa who had like like Dracula hair, like really high widow's peak, and then <laughs> silver mane. That's really cool. That sounds beautiful. Uh, so you're wearing a Mega 64 shirt. I um, am wearing a Mega 64 shirt. I saw you at the booth there. That was pretty fun. That was a lot of fun. First of all, nicest guys ever. Totally. Um, they were like super down to come out to GamerCon and do a podcast with us. Yeah, um, that's forthcoming. We're going to trek it up once. Uh, I'm hoping to do a, a trek cast with Brian. Uh, no, that's Sean. Sean, sorry. Sean. Uh, Sean. Um, yeah. And uh, Did not know he was a massive Trekkie. Uh, I have that. I, if someone is, I, I tend to bring it out in them. <laughs> well, he was wearing. We 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 only knew because he was wearing the fiftieth anniversary hat. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that was a that was a nice little clue. Yeah, I would have found out eventually. <laughs> he also. It might be difficult because you know Sean does have four kids, so we gotta. <laughs> Yeah, schedule time around him. Yeah. Um, how was uh, your Marvel after party experience? I know that you uh, went I mean, over there. Yeah, it wasn't really an after party. It was a lot of fun, though. So basically, um, my friend Ari, who is a, a super nice guy. Yes, absolute sweetheart. A licensee for um, Marvel jewelry. So his jewelry is now like an official Marvel product. Mm-hmm. Um, he invited me and a few people to, um, come out to a a bar and, um, it was just like this very small, like intimate get together of just people having drinks and food and we played pool. So awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, I thought it was going to be like some sort of industry party thing. Cause you know, he's involved with Marvel, but no, it was just like us and, um, and then uh, I invited um, you couldn't make it, so I invited my my friend Mike and um, his friend Elliot, and they were dressed as Captain America and Peggy Carter. So I just rolled up as Star Lord um, with Cap and Peggy. That's cool, A little crossover. Yeah, yeah. So that that was <laughs> that was interesting. Mike also though he was trying to help. Um, carry some his brother is an an artist for disney so he was yeah so he was helping his brother carry like a bunch of art out to his car Mm -hmm. but he kept getting stopped like every five to ten feet um it's gonna be hard for unless you're in costume and you have your face hidden it must be hard for celebrities to like negotiate and enjoy the floor yeah except like like that one year like like a lot of people or when were one year matt smith when his bart simpson with the big foam head and we just walk around because the only way it's the only way they can go incognito yeah it's just too recognizable i i believe someone from um one of the women from the black panther movie wore a black panther mask and like bought something from a booth and then someone and then the vendor didn't realize it until like after the fact oh man that's gotta hurt oh that's terrible yeah um cool the uh one of the cosplays that I saw that was awesome was a, a female Aquaman, Aquawoman. Oh, very cool. Um, but, the, I mean, the, the the coloring in the metal was amazing. Like, they had, like, a metal, uh, like, a, like, a, like, a chain mail. Yeah. And then the chain, at, at the end of the chain mail, she glued, like, scales onto her skin. Oh. So, it went from, like, metal to, like, 
kind of scale, which was super cool. And then she had blue contacts. She was African American, uh-huh. dark skin, but blue contacts. Oh, and then like these wow. gold streaks in her hair. That's and really And she had the gold cool. armor with like little blue and orange or uh, uh, green and orange highlights. And then she had a, the, like a full on trident, like really, really, really well done. Wow. And she had like a little like ornate, like some of the jewelry was like seaweedy. Oh, that's very cool. It was pretty cool. And then the eye makeup was was awesome too. There were shells in her, uh, she glued little tiny, tiny shells into her eyebrows. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, she went all out. It was great. It was the best one. I can't imagine walking around with like all that stuff glued to you though. Yeah. Oh, it must be, it must have been like, I mean, in the heat and the, the, the din of the crowd, it must have been uncomfortable, but yeah paid off yeah i don't know i don't know how some of these cosplayers do it just because like i was star lord and i did not enjoy wearing my leather jacket a lot of the time it's got to be really bad for the people like do face paint and like have like or or like a hulkbuster guy yeah that's got to be miserable one year i went as conti from fully cooly and that was oh i I got about three hours of and then i'm like i'm gonna die in here because did, I was in a robot suit, and then right. the, ro- the robot suit was uh, like a, a, a spring suit. So, because I, I looked, I needed to have like smooth, uh, metallic-looking skin. Yeah. So uh, I got a a spring suit that was all gray, and then I put the armor on over the spring suit, so I looked all smooth in the joints and everything. Yeah. And so I'm walking around in a wetsuit, in plastic <laughs> and metal, with a gigantic computer screen hollowed out with a car battery in the back strapped to my head it That's, was it was rough yeah i got three there, hours of that and <laughs> i was about done were there fans in there at least there like, were fans okay we did good build fans in there it okay. was a pretty big when I mean, if you if you know conti he's got a big television head looks like a computer monitor right um big old school computer monitor but yeah um it I was yeah it's it can be rough for those cosplayers you got to give uh gotta give props to them yeah <laughs> um I spent a lot of time doing Writer's Alley and Artist Alley. I like talking to yeah, the artists and yeah, the writers definitely. and the people that... Because I go around and hit the stuff. You know, I hit the Lego and the Star Wars and the DC and the Marvel. And those are all really awesome. I love them every year. But I feel like... And I wrote about this last year and talked about it a bit about how like I really feel more... Like I get more fulfilled when I go and see a whole bunch of stuff I've not experienced before. Yeah. Um, that I haven't seen like a million times or it's not a reinterpretation of something I've seen a million right, times. Right. Um, so I did that and that was very rewarding. I picked up a few comics and a, a couple of little panels of stuff. People do it buy little arts and stuff, the things I like and try to keep tabs on the artists. And, um, I went to a couple of panels. I did Starship Smackdown. Um, got into one voiceover panel. One of them was actually already full. I did a couple of the, the gaming ones. Okay. Um, so it was uh, one thing I got to say about this Comic Con, and I'm just going to talk logistics here for a minute. Yeah, this was close to 140 thousand this year. Oh wow! And it was so crowded. It, like, it was, was so the crowded. worst I've ever seen it, and I felt like every day, even like non Friday Saturday, yeah, was just wall to wall people on the exhibition floor. Yeah. There were lines to panels that never had lines before there were lines to get in line exactly it's ridiculous i was in the hallways upstairs and i was i was over i got a little overwhelmed from the exhibition floor so i got up and tried to like yeah go out on the veranda up on the top deck and like get some air and then just kind of sit down in the in the hallway and there was security that came up and like hey you can't sit down keep moving keep the traffic we can't yeah yeah they never had somebody tell me before because a lot of people are just camping out in the hallways you know yeah like every year so i was like man this is getting untenable so we're contracted through 2020 here in san diego Uh and then they have they can move 
And I was think I used to be like, oh no, San Diego, let's keep it. You know, it's ours. It's historically ours, and you yeah. know, it's such a beautiful setting, and it's good for the city, and blah blah blah. But yeah. if this is gonna survive itself, <laughs> it needs to grow. I'm sure they were breaking fire codes left and right in there. Oh yeah. Um. So you know, I don't want it to leave, but at the same time, like, well, I don't want to like be more and more every year feeling more and more claustrophobic and frustrated either. Like his Anaheim is close to us and it's not, it's like three times bigger than San Diego. Yes. And the whole like downtown San Diego gets all cluster fucked. Yeah. It for, really with does. Traffic and stuff like that. But Anaheim is built for traffic control. Yeah. Although there's gigantic lanes and roads. And everything. It's like, <laughs> it's built for that. It's Disneyland. So yeah. And I went to, I, I went to the Anaheim Convention Center like right before Comic Con for D23. Yeah, you were at D23. And like it just felt so roomy. I mean, granted, there were, I think it was like 40 to 60,000 attendees there. So not a ton. It's like a half Comic Con. Yeah, but like it, it, but just because of the space, like you felt like there was so much room. Oh, it's totally roomy. I went to WonderCon there and, uh, and they had two other conventions going on at the same convention center. They had all blocked off. Uh-huh. And I still felt like I had room to spare, even though there was like a uh, volleyball and cheerleader competition like thing going yeah. on. And then like like the whole Iranian consulate was there for some sort of like <laughs> Middle Eastern conference. And like in inside, like you didn't, no one mixed. Yeah. Of course, outside was funny. You had like Iranian dudes in in their you know traditional attire mixed with cheerleaders and volleyball players mixed with cosplayers so that was a pretty interesting mix but, yeah yeah, but yeah Th- those think, seem to happen like at the same time yeah and <laughs> they can do it that's the amazing thing is like there's enough space there like you couldn't do that at comic-con i mean comic-con like right now they're having to have meeting rooms in the hyatt and the marriott and right every everywhere else because there's just right. not enough space yeah there there really isn't um it is but yeah, like so, I went to D twenty three, and it was just so big. Yeah. It just and like even though there were only sixty five thousand people there, that's still a lot. Uh-huh. And I ran into like, hold on, I'm just gonna shut this door. There we go. <laughs> we were <laughs> yeah, ran into. Um, but yeah, I ran into um Rocco from Mega sixty four like three times, like without even trying. I ran into Chris Gore twice. Oh, that's cool. Like <laughs> that's one of the best things about Comic Con is just like running into people. No, no, this was at D twenty three. Oh, D twenty three. Well, that, that I'm sure there too. But like cons, it's nice. You never know who you're gonna see. Yeah, I I ran. Well, I ran into Stan Lee at Comic Con. Of awesome. course, he had like eight bodyguards around him, but I did it. <laughs> well, he. I mean, you, I, well, in an environment like that, you have to be. You have to be. Yeah, like Stanley needs to be guarded because he's ninety three and frail. He's ninety five. Ninety five. Ninety five. And the only reason why I even know that is because he had his ninety fifth birthday somewhat recently, mm-hmm. and uh, fucking my buddy Mike got invited to it to be Captain America because that's how Good amazing year. of a Captain America he is. That's how seamless that wig is. Yeah. God. So, so as far as I'm concerned, he is literally Captain America. That's freaking awesome. Chris and I am still pro registration. Because <laughs> uh, you're at heart, you're a Tony Stock. Girl. Yeah, I am. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, I, I I bumped in. Speaking of bumping into people, I was outside Comic Con, walking actually back towards getting my ride, and yeah. uh, I ran into um, Aaron Douglas and Grace Park 
from Battlestar Galactica. They played uh, Galen oh. Tyrrell and uh, oh, what number park is two, four? Oh, I can't remember. Uh-huh. I watched Battlestar Galactica. So they're both uh, both Cylons. Ran into a couple of Cylons from Battlestar Galactica. That was that was cool. I got to, I just that's went up awesome. And talked to them and they were having lunch, just having lunch at a sidewalk cafe. So you never know who you're gonna bump into. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I also yeah, I ran into Sean on preview night from Mega sixty four. I don't yeah. know why I keep running into them, but um, yeah, he was. I mean, they all live in San Diego, so he was just headed back from there. I was going to the restaurant I work for to give them my, I had to surrender my parking pass for the weekend so oh, that she did so, not abuse it. Yeah. For that's not fair. Yeah. I was really bummed about that. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> um, I, we, we actually, there was another point where we met up was at the Square Enix booth. Yes. Yes. Uh, which was very, I mean, so they were, we were, there was Lost Sphere, the Final Fantasy twelve Zodiac, Zodiac re-release, yeah. remaster, and then um, Dissidia, the new Final Fantasy, which yeah, looks amazing. And then you actually were talking to the event coordinator there. Yeah. Super awesome guy. Yeah, Alfie. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of their person who does everything guy. Okay. So, like, I only saw him, like, twice over the weekend. He's Square Enix marketing Swiss Army Knife. Yeah, pretty much. He's pretty awesome. So uh, I was I was excited to talk to him, and uh, uh, I mean, Square Enix booth is always really cool. Like uh, yeah, like last year I I played. Um, oh, what was it last year that I got to play? Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen ahead of time before it was before its release this year. That yeah, was a lot okay. of fun. That was cool. So yeah, um, I hope we do get to see Alfie again. That guy was awesome. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um, so what are you looking forward to? Like, I mean, I, I, the only thing I could, could like critique Comic-Con about is just like the size. I mean, yeah, the, all, all the panels and booths were good. I was a little disappointed. Um, Gynax didn't have a booth this year. I was hoping to get some fully Cooly stuff. Mm-hmm. No Gynax booth this year. I was kind of bummed. Oh yeah. Um, Star Wars had an awesome booth. They had like a lot of life-size replicas and stuff. Like what was your favorite like booth setup? Because we had like a lot of ornate kind of booths. Yeah, there were. Things. DC had the Batmobile there for the new Batmobile. Yeah, that was super cool. That was pretty There was awesome. a cool like Star Wars um, thing happening. Mm-hmm. I think it was sponsored by Petco or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they had like like pet toys that were star wars themed and then like some her universe clothes over there oh cool and then also some props so i thought that was super cool nice um the alien booth was really cool the one that's like oh check in if you're a civilian and oh yeah yeah, what i don't recall what that was called but oh there was also and it was kind of like this sort of hidden gem. I don't know. Well, I don't know if the game is actually good, but there was a John Wick VR game, and I don't recall what company was oh, putting yeah. it up. There was a there was a Marvel VR fighting game going on there around too in the Marvel the Marvel booth. Yeah, remember yeah. And everybody was trying to like break the game and kind of like <laughs> like everyone was like mimicking like jacking off and doing stupid shit. Yeah, with their VR and then characters up on the screen. and then trying to glitch it out. Yeah, which. Yeah. Honestly, like it's still it, in beta, so it like still looked a little glitchy. Yeah, you know what's not glitchy? Huh? I played Nintendo uh, Switch. I played Super Mario Odyssey. <gasps> How was that? Beautiful. Really? The game is beautiful and fun. I had some reservations about it. No, but. it's very, it's very, it's it's very good. It's like the open worldness and kind of freedom you have in like Super Mario sixty four, but it's yeah. It, the 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 world is just beautifully rendered. Um, 
there's a, they have a, like a hat that changes right your you ability, have a hat so <laughs> that was really fun um uh, X, uh, Microsoft Xbox had a good booth too. They had a gigantic dragon set up. You could go up and sit on the neck and take pictures. <gasps> they were they were hyping. Um, That's awesome. They were hyping uh, Middle Earth Shadows of War is coming out. Okay, that so, makes sense. That was really cool. Um, Lego Lego had a good booth. Um, there's a Ninjago movie coming out, so they're making a movie finally of of a Lego movie with their own uh, proprietary like um, yeah not like a marvel or dc or anything like that but like their own proprietary characters Uh uh-huh um so they had a whole like ninjago village set up like a gigantic one yeah and there's actually a lego store right near where i work and they had all the they have the new ninjago legos from the movie already up there Uh uh-huh so it was pretty cool that is yeah there's a lot of really really creative booths up there this this year yeah there was um what else I don't know, but there were a lot of cool booths to to see, and I, no doubt too much to see. We didn't even get to close to seeing everything. You know? Yeah, it's hard. seriously, it's hard. It's also not hard not to spend money. I spent. Uh, I actually it was good this year. Like proportionally, I think this year was was within the realm. I kind of I kind of hit hit budget. Yeah, yeah. Last year I went over. Year before that over. But yeah, this year I, I managed to rein in a bit. Yeah, I only bought a couple things. I was like flat broke, so yeah. I only bought like. Well, a, you put a lot of money into the cosplay, so. Yeah, there that that's very true. That's like that. That's that's that seems like that's a a, a, me, a meaningful expenditure. Yeah. So I um, I mean, it wasn't just cosplay, but like, you know, just just stuff for us as well. Yeah. Um, over here at Nerd Funnel, but yeah. So uh, I, I I ended up buying just small stuff for. Um, friends and junk. Um, I got uh, my friend Adam and then also my buddy Sam, who is our new video editor. Um, some, Hi, Sam. Yeah. Some signed Mega 64 posters, which I mean, buying, and it's a Comic Con exclusive poster. Mm-hmm. So it's like buying it for 10 bucks and then getting it signed by the guys is like really fucking cool. It's really awesome. A lot of people like uh, Victor, my buddy. He goes around and gets all the first edition, like Comic Con exclusive stuff, as soon as he can. Gets it signed by whoever he can, uh-huh. puts it up on eBay. Oh my god! And so he gets a lot of this, the Comic Con exclusive stuff is like either really cheap or free, and then he just sells it and just makes a grip of money. Oh wow! Like a lot, a lot of times, like you know, we come out flat broke. Yeah. He a lot of times he'll go into Comic Con and come out and make money off Comic Con. Wow! If you're smart about it, huh? Okay then. Lucrative. Uh, <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to cover? We got to. We got there was a lot of stuff we did. Yeah. I, um, I think we got to pretty much all the the highlights. Yeah. For this year, I uh, I had a great time. Just hoping it's a little more manageable next year. Probably won't be. It'll probably be one hundred fifty thousand next year. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, you can uh, check out our our videos and pictures on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdfunnel. Uh, of course, I've, all our videos are up on uh, also on YouTube uh, dot com slash nerdfunnel and uh, send us a shout out, a like, comment, and you can always check out our good old site or Instagram uh, nerdfunnel dot com and uh, at nerdfunnel on Instagram. So, yeah. uh, well, thanks a lot. That was a really great time for for Comic Con. I, I, we had fun. Yeah. All right. Until next time, nerdfunners, you've been nerdfunneled. Batman, <laughs>